Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot. I'm Elizabeth Talbot, and thank you so much for joining us as we study during this week of Thanksgiving. I want to start with a story. Uh, many, many years ago, I used to own a computer company, and um, the computer company went into hard times. We had a uh, large competition. This was a, a very specific market, uh, particular software. And I realized that we might not make it. And, you know, I had employees and everything else. And, and the stress got to me. I remember ending up in the emergency room um, because of stress at that time. I started practicing something that was very helpful. And I, I practiced many times since then. Uh, these were gratitude walks. I started taking time to count not only my blessings, but to praise God for the things I had. And so the gratitude walks, um, I would walk and I would take the word gratitude and choose a different word every day that started with the initials, uh, with the letters in the word gratitude. So I would look for something with G and R and A and T and so on every single day so that I could be more conscious of um, the favor of God upon me in things that I might not think about during the day, like the fact that I could see or the fact that I could talk and the fact that I could walk and, and things that I might not think about every day. Uh, being deliberate in praising God for His favor upon me. Uh, I want to tell you that it made a humongous, <laughs> I don't know if that's a word, but a huge difference in my life to pause, to acknowledge God's favor upon me, especially during these hard times. And eventually I had to close the company. And I remember telling everyone, if God got me through this one, he will get me through anything. Little did I know that there were harder times coming after that. And that those gratitude walks actually gave me a spiritual discipline that I started doing every time I had um, difficult times. This brings to mind a verse um, that has become my focus for, for Thanksgiving week. is found in Luke uh, chapter 1, verse 49. It says, The Mighty One has done great things for me. Uh, I'm going to read it to you again. The Mighty One has done great things for me. Perhaps um, it's hard to put it into context when we don't know where it came from, but this is actually from a song that Mary, the mother of Jesus, sung. And I'm going to tell you what it is, and we're going to discuss it a little bit, but I want to tell you the background of that song, which is way before the New Testament, is back in the book of First Samuel. Um, one time, you know, in, in my life, there's very special times in, in a person's life, and one of those times was... Um, my my whole family was gathered around as I was about to dedicate to God one of my precious step-grandchildren. She was and continues to be a bundle of joy and tenderness. And what Bible text could I appropriately use to express such happiness about God's gift of a child? Well, two biblical mothers came to mind, both with exuberant songs of praise to God for His favor bestowed upon them. And I'm going to tell you about those two songs. 
we're going to discuss the first song and how that first song inspired the second song, which has to do, obviously, with Mary. That's why we started with this verse. The first song comes from the heart of Hannah. She was a misunderstood woman who wasn't able to conceive. Um, let me read to you First uh, Samuel chapter 1, verse 2, uh, that talks about um, Hannah and the situation that she was living in. Uh, he... Hannah's husband, had two wives, which is already a problem, right? So let me continue reading. The name of one was Hannah, and the name of the other was Penina. And Penina had children, but Hannah had no children. Now, on top of the fact that, that you know, having no children at that time was considered like a curse from God, on top of that, there was a rival, another wife of the same husband, her husband's second wife constantly provoked her because of her barrenness, you know, making fun of her because the other woman did have children. Hannah wept and refused to eat and could not be comforted. When her family went to Shiloh, which was the holy place where they used to go worship God at the time, one day she decided to bring her request for a son to the temple. And uh, it's very interesting because let me read verses, um, the verse 7 of chapter 1 of 1 Samuel. It happened year after year that her rival obviously uh, provoked her. As often as she went up to the house of the Lord, she would provoke her, and she wept and would not eat. And her husband tried to, uh, you know, comfort her. And verse 8 says that Elkanah, that was the name of her husband, said, Hannah, why do you weep? And why do you not eat? And why is your heart sad? Am I not better to you than 10 sons? Obviously, the husband didn't fully understand her. So she decided to go to Shiloh. Um, Eli was the priest in the, in, the, in the place there. She comes into the church, we could say, nowadays. She was greatly distressed, as verse 10, and prayed to the Lord and wept bitterly. And on top of everything that was happening to this poor woman, uh, the the priest thought that she was drunk because her lips were moving, but she wasn't uttering any any sound. And um, she made a vow at that moment to God, saying, if you would give me a son, I would dedicate him to you all, 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 for all his life. And Eli said to her, how long will you make yourself drunk? Verse 14, put away your wine from you. And Hannah, she, she must have been very sweet because I would have responded in a different way than she did. She said, No, my Lord, says verse 15, I am a woman oppressed in spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but I have poured out my soul before the Lord. She explains to Eli that, that she was pouring out her heart to God, requesting a favor. And Eli pronounced a blessing upon her. While she got up, she ate, she was happier, she went home, and she conceived. And um, then after she had weaned the baby, she took him to, to Eli. And she said to him, verse 26, Oh, my Lord, as your soul lives, my Lord, I am the woman who stood here beside you praying to the Lord. For this boy I prayed, and the Lord has given me my petition, which I asked of him. So I have also dedicated him to the Lord. As long as he lives, he's dedicated to the Lord. And, and, he, and she left him uh, uh, there with Eli, as you probably know this story. And if you don't, please read it. It's fantastic. Well, chapter 2 of 1 Samuel has... Hannah praising God, taking time to stop and acknowledge that he had given her what she had asked for. She paused to acknowledge God's blessing and to praise him. 
this exuberant song is, is recording, it's a song of Thanksgiving, actually. It's recorded in 1 Samuel chapter 2, verses 1 to 10. And it, star it starts like this. My heart exalts in the Lord, and then it, it continues. I rejoice in your salvation. Uh, her son uh, became the prophet Samuel, who would be a great prophet in the history of Israel and would eventually anoint uh, King David. Uh, as king over Israel. Now, why am I telling you this story? Well, let's go now back to the New Testament where we started. Um, more than a thousand years later, we find the second song that I was referring to. It's by Mary, the mother of Jesus. She's greeted uh, by an angel in Luke chapter 1, verse 28. He said to her, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. And, and she wondered why was she the favored one? What, why, why this greeting? And the angel explained to her that she would conceive a son that would be um, the son of the Most High. And she didn't understand what the angel was talking about. She had not known a man sexually, so... She, how could she be pregnant? And um, the, the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. And this is when Mary says, How can this be, since I'm a virgin? And the angel answered, verse 35, and said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And for that reason, the Holy Child shall be called the Son of God. And behold, even your relative Elizabeth has conceived a son. And so the, the next thing is that Mary goes to see Elizabeth. I mean, imagine she has no proof of her pregnancy other than the sign that the angel has uh, told her. Obviously, this is, a, this is a miraculous pregnancy, right? So then she goes to visit Elizabeth, and uh, when uh, verse 41 says, When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, and she cried out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And um, then, then she tells Mary that when the sound of the greeting reached her ears, the baby, that was John the Baptist, not yet born, leaped in her womb for joy. Now, the response of Mary is a song. Uh, so she starts praising God. The first uh, sentence of this uh, song is, uh, My soul exalts the Lord. Uh, because this particular song um, uh, was, uh, it, it used Hannah's song, the 1,000 year old song, as a basis. So when you read this song, you will see that it's very similar to Hannah's song. So these are two mothers that had had miraculous babies and are taking time to see how favored they had been and to praise God for that. This particular song is called the Magnificat after its first word in Latin. And this is the first of four songs found in the first two chapters of Luke, because in this gospel, everybody's singing and praising God and taking time to, to, to respond to the, to the great news of a Savior. Songs of thanksgiving always overflow from our grateful hearts. When we get a glimpse of the magnitude of His favor in the plan of redemption for us, 
there's really no other response that you can really have than, than to praise Him, to take to take time to to just praise God. And I always tell people take take times to take a time to to write psalms of thanksgiving. Um, you can write a letter to God, a psalm of thanksgiving, a poem of thanksgiving, a song of thanksgiving. Specifically, when you are having a bad day, take time to praise God. You'll see how it turns your day around. You know, I I have a friend who was going through a really terrible um, divorce, and um, he decided to write a psalm um, to God. And first, he tells his troubles in the psalm, and then eventually, the psalm gets to a place of thanksgiving. And it's, it's very profound how. He realizes God is with him and will never leave him, and that no matter what happens in the future, God will be with him. And and so the psalm finishes in a very, very incredibly positive note for for the time that he's going through. During this Thanksgiving season, let's pause to praise him. We, We can praise him because he's the creator and because he's the redeemer. We can praise him because he's worthy of praise. We can praise Him because He never, ever leaves us nor forsakes us. And with Mary, we can proclaim His favor upon us. You know, Mary says a lot of very, very interesting things. For example, in this song, she says, He has filled the hungry with good things. He, you know, He has brought down rulers from their thrones. He has exalted those who were humble. God has a way of turning our values upside down. You know, His values are not the, the, the values of the world. And He has done things for us that, that when we pause to acknowledge them, we realize how much He loves us. So in this Thanksgiving season, take time to praise Him, to acknowledge His favor upon you. And with Mary, let us proclaim His favor upon us, as told in Luke 1.49. The Mighty One has done great things for us. Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Jesus101institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus101media. Until next time, live free.